Hi, welcome to The Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Berkeley. And Jeremy. Yes? I think it's about time that we talked about Kingdom Hearts. No. Oh, okay. Uh, then I guess we just do the regular show. Let's hit it. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? I'm good. I'm in my gym jams. Yeah, gym jam time. Yeah, I don't got to mm. go anywhere. <laughs> mm, that jam is so sticky all over you. Uh, that's okay, sure. That's a weird way to interpret that. Ooh, it's, it's the jam you get from the gym. <laughs> Ugh, gym do jam? Get, do, you not get g- do you not get jam from your gym? No, these are gym jams. Are you telling me it's a thing that only I get? Are you telling me that the person at the gym... Gives me personal jam just for some reason. That's not a thing that everybody gets. Uh, I hope you haven't been eating that, Kevin, because I'm pretty sure it's not jam. I may have to go to the hospital eventually. (laughs) Uh, But for now, I'm not in the hospital. I'm here on a podcast with you. (laughs) Hooray! Hooray! (laughs) We're we're talking and we're going to do comedy and we're going to talk about things because you know what this week is. I do know what this week is, Kevin. It's a Third Space World Generator week. It is. I, so I'll, uh, I'll take my hand out of this jam jar, and I'll head into my backyard. Yeah, take, where your, take your hand out of that gym jam jar. I'll take my hand out of the gym jam jar as well. <laughs> I'll remove all my limbs from the various jars of jam that they are in. Yeah, you really got to stop doing that, man. <laughs> I have... I like the feeling between my fingers and toes. Of jars? Of jam. <laughs> oh, okay. I get, there's still yeah. jam in the jars. I got it. <laughs> um, essentially, like, I'm kind of like a, you know, like, like the poo bear reaching his hand in the, the, the honey pot. Yeah. Yeah, except with jam and jars. Okay. And I'm a human being. Gotcha. Well, okay, you, you start uh, pulling that rip cord to get the machine going. Oh, yes. And uh, I'll do a quick explanation and then improvise a theme song. You so, mean you mean to do the theme song that you've written? Prepared oh, beforehand. I thought this joke was done. <laughs> oh, it was for a while, but then I remembered it. Oh no! Yes. Uh, anyways, the third space world generator is where we use random generators on the internet as fodder for creatively uh, creating a world. Um, we have many generators, and usually they're nice to us, but sometimes they're horrible. Uh, (laughs) uh, and it's generally fun and the last thing we do is uh, I improvise a theme song hit it 2,000 years ago they found a deep dark machine they drug it out and now it's in Kevin's backyard shed together with his friend Jeremy they're gonna make a world what happens to the world when it's done you really don't wanna know hey (laughs) <laughs> is that the theme to our Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love those themes that explain the premise of the series every single episode. Yeah. So you don't have to be like, what's this show about again? Oh, right. That uh, weird shit. Right. 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 Yeah. right. <laughs> well, <laughs> luckily we have a myth mythos around all this or I would have had nothing to sing about. <laughs> Surely you could not have found anything else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let's, I think, get right into our first generator, which, as all listeners know, obviously. Is the generator we made. Is the generator we made by just saying things on a list that the more I look at, the dumber it is. <laughs> uh, it's the chaos we crave, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, this list is not good. But we made it, so it's ours, so only we're allowed to make fun of it. Uh, that's right, just like a little brother. <laughs> we did mashup partway through and then just made more mashup. We, li- we like mashups, Kevin. We do like mashups. All right. But I roll a number. We see what it gets. We don't talk too much about it or else it makes us do that one. Yeah. If there's anything we learned. <laughs> well, what, talk about what, Kevin? What one in particular? (laughs) We 
we we oh, 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 oh. All, right. all right i rolled a number oh what's, what's the we, number kevin we actually got a mashup oh dope yeah, we hit the mashup number, which means we roll twice. We roll it's, twice, and we can get another, another mashup. mashup. <laughs> this can run infinite, so everyone buckle hold, in. Hold there on is to a your chance. Christmas shorts. Uh, <laughs> hold on to your jam. Because it's time hold, to see what this hold, You hold on to your jam, I'll hold on to my gym. You hold on to Jim, your neighbor. Yeah. Hold him close because it's about to get wild. So if, Our uh, first – We're still social distancing. I've got like a pooper scooper that I'm grabbing him with. Well, I imagine that you were <laughs> – you're wearing like one of those uh, like, like you know, hazmat suits or if you want a really narrow reference, the thing that the guy from Pushing Daisies wears, the like arm huggers. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a, a very – very specific reference. It's a niche reference, but everyone should get it. The show what, deserves better. What's the first half of our mashup, Kevin? It's a Western. Ooh. Ooh. Do we want to go over what a Western is quickly? Sure. So Westerns are inspired by samurai films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Uh, okay, so Western is historically very much about western america specifically the old west if you will yeah the wild wild west the wild wild west but as actually as a genre it hits a lot of things as it expands out like for example uh star wars is seen as a western in space yeah uh i was about to say the mandalorian which is also star wars but it's more of a straight up like it's this a stri- is a western. Yeah, it's a western. Westerns are uh, they combine suspense with uh, thriller with drama, basically. Yeah, I, I think the weird thing about western of all the of all the genres we got, westerns is the one that has probably the it has the least tonal idea. Yeah, like, it, it's more based along plot elements. Yeah, it's. Usually it's you know like the you know lone lone gunslinger types, uh, some 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 idea of a unbroken land. A, a lot of a lot of like westerns sound like the beginning of a bad joke, like a gunslinger, a doctor, and a prostitute walk into a bar. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's it has similar ideas of. Things that the term seediness really makes it feel like an urban environment, but like as I said, untamed wilderness. The, yeah. the 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 reason that they were so popular is because the I, the image of the of the American West is because it was so far. It was a new frontier. It was the the distant lawless land. Yeah, it's and, it's like Star Trek, but if everything was sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there are. So many different subgenres of Western. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's like epic Westerns and there's spaghetti Westerns. There's, obviously, there's like sci fi Westerns, there's fantasy Westerns. There's, it, it's, I, it, I think, I think the thing of what a Western has more than anything else is a Western has a tone, uh, to it that almost no other genre has. Yeah, but like, like going back to what I said, it, it has a tone that almost acts in a way that's not a tone, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, like it, it's there's a lot of things you look at, and you'd be like, "That's a western." I don't can't describe why. So, so some some basic parts of western. So, like semi nomadic wanderers, cowboys, yeah. gunfighters. Somebody uh, drifts into a place where the story happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, showdowns. The idea of Personal justice versus, uh, like, governmental justice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Was again, usually a lot of the idea of a frontier, uh, wild, untamed space. Like, looking at Star Wars, a lot of that world, a lot of the worlds I go to, the, it, everything sort of feels like untamed yeah. planets. Yeah. Star, I would yeah. say Star Wars as a whole isn't really a Western, but almost every planet they go to is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. Now, that's only one part of this mashup. 
So we are going to get to Nair that's Western down, which is almost good. Yeah. You see yeah. Next Western goes. Another mashup. Here we so go. So let's roll. The next <laughs> thing we get. <laughs> yeah. What do we get? Okay. I mean, the th- this is just a movie. We got a coming of age Western. Oh, cool. So a lot of youths. Yeah. Going out to the frontier. Well, yeah, they're they're discovering their own sense of personal justice. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of utes. <laughs> Sorry, what? You're saying utes? What? The ute. Two is, utes. Is that a vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> Two small gray utes. Uh, so they're horses. Utes, you know. Kids. Uh Oh, children. <laughs> Uh, references. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't, everybody knows what a coming of age story is. Um, so. I mean, I, well, hang on. I think we should, we, we described a Western. I think we described coming of age. Uh, okay. It's, uh, you know, people discovering, uh, their, their agency and, 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 uh, a motivation to, to grow up and become an adult and, and take on responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we thought to describe it. We spent so long talking about westerns. You don't want to just be like, I don't know. The, the, the big, the big thing, the big thing is what we got here is we got westerns, which is very external. Like yeah. westerns are a lot of, as we said, dangerous lands, dangerous people. But coming of age stories are really like they're they're dialogue heavy. They're a they're, lot of internal, it, yeah, internally gro- internal growth driven. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this these fit together pretty well, I think. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Like Bonnie and Clyde, shot down <laughs> in their prime. In uh, their prime. <laughs> okay. So I mean, a our... lot of westerns are tragedies. Uh... So right, right off the bat, what I'm sort of seeing uh, is the idea of a world that is obviously very dangerous but kind of incentivizes young people to go out and do a lot of the stuff. I mean, I don't want to nail this in stone yet, Kevin, but it kind of seems like a live fast, die young type of world. Well, I, but the thing the thing that I think is very important about coming of age stories, and if we're, you know, we got we got to we got to play these genres out as we do. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing we get from there is the idea that they're usually by and far, coming-of-age stories are told in the past. Yeah. Like, usually it's like, oh, I'm the older version of this person, and I'm looking back when I was, like, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, that Ferris one Bueller's where they, Day Off. <laughs> yeah, that one where they want to go and poke a dead body. Yeah. Stand by me. <laughs> the Goonies. <laughs> the Goonies. Uh, there, there's, this, I, there's this image of, like, you are the protagonist is looking back on it. So if they die, <laughs> then it's their ghost, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, there could be ghosts. Yeah, uh, but I, I think there's this idea that I mean, to be fair, if you die, it just wasn't your coming of age story. Yeah, <laughs> but there, but there is this obviously deep ingrained idea of of going through a formative event. And yeah. If it's a but, western, it's probably drifting into town and killing yeah. a man, <laughs> or drifting into town and saving a man. <laughs> <laughs> I once saved a man just to watch him live. It was a very fulfilling experience. I'm glad I, I did. I'm really, yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy that I did that. Nobody had to die there. Um, <laughs> all right, Kevin. Now that we've this got is an our, Arby, our, sir. <laughs> now that we've gotten our coming of age western. Yeah. Uh, as our genre, what's our next generator, Kevin? Well, we got to figure out the mood. Oh, what's the mood? The mood of this planet. What sort of mood is it feeling like? Ooh, boy. This <laughs> this planet's mood is sociable uh-huh. and mm-hmm. weak. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, yeah. so everybody talks a big game, but it su- just sucks at everything. Same. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think sociable more is like <laughs> it's funny because they don't seem that related. It's just like this is really nice people who don't hold up in a fight. Yeah, I guess because yeah. there's a bunch of kids running around. Well, I I think actually this kind of plays really well into the idea of a western 
because there's always that moment where like everybody's really tense and they're looking at each other and they're all saying things. They're all seeing what the other person's going to do, but nobody wants to make the first move. <laughs> they're all eyeing each other, hands hovering over their guns. Yeah, they all, they're in a standoff, Kevin. But then, then you go into their, uh, their mind for the internal monologue and it's just like, oh God, don't, don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. Please don't okay, shoot me. Everybody just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the kind of the world where they pull the trigger, they all go, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all they all don't have revolvers. They have like small pistols because the kickbat's too strong on a, on a revolver. Uh, <laughs> I like. I think that's missing in a lot of action movies. Just having your characters make sounds of exertion as they fire the guns, and I don't mean like like Arnold screaming. I mean just like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. It, if there's something action movies could use more of, it's uh, anime reaction Foley work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that is very Western. Shot in the stomach. It's and true. Falling it is. Off the roof. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, Everybody goes for gut shots. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to hurt him too bad, but of course, there's no medicine here, so. That's a bad way to die. Gut shots. What does social and weak mean, though, for a world? Like, well, that's sort of the people. But we, we talked before that this mood generator is almost an idea of, like, how the world is trying to motivate people to be. So what, is a so- I, what, do you mean, what does it mean to a sociable world? I mean, I think it's a world where talking is necessary, but it's very hard to back up what you talk. Well, what what I was thinking... That makes something sociable and weak, essentially, mm-hmm. and really goes into our idea of westerns. Is that this feels like isolated townships? Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Like this is something where, like like in westerns, there is small towns, one saloon, so everybody. Yeah, and a sheriff just trying to keep everything together. <laughs> yeah, so like everybody has a very centralized part to meet up, but because it's such a small town. It's easily overrun by dastardly do-batters. That's not a term people use. <laughs> it is now. It dastardly is now. do-batters. The name of our new podcast. Um. <laughs> dastardly do-batters. Uh, <laughs> okay, do-batter sounds like a Pokemon. Well. That sucks. Nobody, nobody, nobody says that it, it can't be, Kevin. <laughs> You're right. It, oh, it's because it sounds like Zubat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, so so like the towns themselves are set up in such a way that, and I, I'm trying to think of how a planet or how a world could be that kind of motivate small towns. Well, I think I think um, one way we can do that is that each place has its own specialty, right? And and it's that place's specialty because it grows there, or like there's a certain geographic thing that allows that to be there right yeah this there's something we might we might discover once we hit our planet that's true it's but, what we might we might hit it with our planet or kevin we might hit it with our aesthetic we could hit it with our aesthetic um yeah. yeah but i like the idea that there's something about these towns that makes like one they can't grow too big or two there's no reason for them to grow too big yeah but and it also it also i think uh helps facilitate the idea of drifting into a new place yeah because it still seems to be important they can't be so isolated that people don't go between them i don't mean that space wise i mean it can't just be like oh well there's no reason to travel the next town over yeah well for most people there's maybe no reason because you really got to have that thing well where... yeah, there's got to be a last stop somewhere <laughs> there's always an end of the line yeah. <laughs> except except for on my railroad. It's just a circle. Except for when I'm listening to Johnny Cash because he rides the line. <laughs> he walks uh, the line. <laughs> How uh, dare you? <laughs> you walking the line is is very different from riding the line. Riding the line is just you're a guy on a train. <laughs> you know, you're saying Johnny Cash never rode any trains? <laughs> 
I ain't going to say Johnny Cash never rode in any trains. I'm going to say that he seems like a guy who walks places. Moving on. Moving to on. next generator. What do we got, Kevin? We got to get the aesthetic. And the thing is, I love whatever this is. is going to be mixed with cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> whatever this aesthetic is, people are going to be wearing cowboy hats and having oh. cowboy boots and jangling in their stirrups. The aesthetic. Yes. Is. Now, mind you, this is aesthetic. These are not the people or their race or anything like that is their aesthetic. And that aesthetic is trash squid. <laughs> God damn it. These cowboys are trash squid. Squid. Trash squid. <laughs> so when I think of trash squid, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think of <laughs> I think of a trash squid. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> trash squid. What? What immediately comes to my mind is because it's an aesthetic and trash isn't really an aesthetic, what comes to my mind is sort of that like, you know, white trash, like redneck type look where it's just people that don't really care about their outside appearance. Um, You know, they're more about they're more about function. Well, I think maybe also like the idea what I think of like, you know, if someone said their aesthetic is trash. Yeah. uh, Like. Number one, same. Uh, but <laughs> so that's like it's trash. There's an idea of rundownness, which I think maybe just comes to this is a world about a lot of utilitarian, not utilitarian, just like. There's no sense well, dressing think, up all fancy. Well, also this is a world, I think that is there's a lot of scarcity involved. You have to go to a place to get a thing. So you don't you don't want to waste what you have. Yeah, so I because when because when I think of when I think of like trash western, I'm thinking of Fallout. Like uh the, yeah, like, I mean that's like, post-apocalyptic more. Well, yeah, but like that's definitely the look dirt dirty people doing dirty work, wearing dirty clothes and coming of age. And uh how do how do we put squid in this? Man? I have a concept. <laughs> okay. And I will say it does require the addition of a creature, which we'll have to conflate with planet. We don't always take the creature from a planet, but... We don't. We take uh, one thing on the planet and one detail. Yeah, it's nice to take the creature if it's a fun creature. But yeah. I have an idea of also why these places might be isolated. And I want to introduce you to... Dust Squid. A okay. giant Kraken-like... Like, like desert be- squid? They're mostly just tentacles in a desert. Okay. <laughs> like in the soft dust of the of the desert, this, ten- uh, this tentacles in a desert. The reason why I think that is because if that is a big important part of your culture, because that's why your towns are so isolated. Why it's like, oh, you got to be careful out there in the wilderness. I hear there's there's a lot of dirt squids out there. Yeah. <laughs> then this starts being like ingrained into a lot of the uh, the architecture of this place or the, yeah, the designs yeah. of this place, and and, there's, and like, hey. Maybe instead of having cows, not cowboys, they're squid boys. <laughs> Out there wrangling the squid to get some good calamari. <laughs> that's some that's uh, some great A calamari uh, on that barbecue. I mean, uh, you know what, Kevin? I like your world building, and I don't see another way to include squids in this, so let's go for it. Yeah, squid boys. <laughs> just You're just, you know, you're riding on your – there's probably horses – this has got to be horses, nope. right? Nope. Nope. There's, there's squid, Kevin. Okay. So there's just different – so all the animals are just different forms of squid. Yes. Because there's cow squids, which are like, you eat cow squids. Yeah. You don't – look, maybe maybe you're you're lost out in the prairies and you got to unfortunately eat your horse, but that is a, that's a shameful thing to do for a man. Yeah, to eat your horse squid. Your horse squid, <laughs> which I guess is more of a ride-in squid. Yeah, but you wanna you wanna stay away from those dust squids. There's the dust, dust squids, which are which are yeah. like big. <laughs> I don't know. They're the equivalent of I guess if buffalo were a lot more violent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you also got gotta keep an eye out for them rattle squids. Yep. They they bite you once and you get all Cthulhu-y. <laughs> yeah, they bite you once and you've got ten seconds to say your prayers. <laughs> uh, Suck the poison out. <laughs> I got bit by a rattle squid. Okay, when I'm pic- <laughs> I gotta ask you: when you picture a horse squid, mm-hmm. a riding squid, if you will, what 
What's yeah. your image? Where do you ride? <laughs> I mean, the horse's legs are just tentacles, Kevin. Yeah, what I'm imagining is, like, it's in a very horse shape, and you're sort of sitting on the back with the reins, and there's, like, a head up there. But, like, it's got a whole bunch of legs that are sort of just going across the ground. They are horrifyingly fast. (laughs) Yeah. And so it, <laughs> everyone knows when you add legs, that just means you add more speed. Well, they're a, they're if if it weren't, why would you ride them? They're yeah, they're, exactly. Like you know, seeing a stampede of horses or cows, squids <laughs> are <laughs> is a mind rending experience. <laughs> the squid birds are circling in the sky. I ain't <laughs> dead yet. Oh, squid birds, get out of here, you <laughs> you vultures, squids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on from this like image diarrhea. Oh my god, uh, that was so much. All what right. do we got? What do we got next on our generator, Kevin? All right. Um, okay, so uh, we we got a cold desert. Okay. Uh, I know. I mean, we usually don't take that. I just want to point out it did give us a cold desert, which seems very western. Um, okay, so. Plant life and, I guess, some creatures. Hey, this actually works very well. Cool. So the local plant life takes the shape of small black bubbles. See, that seems pretty trash, Squid. <laughs> yeah, seems... I mean, they're almost like cacti, except for... It's all just Arizona. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> single-legged white creatures hop between the bubbles. Their eyes are clustered at the end of long tentacles. Yeah, that the squiddy. This is a squid with one leg. Yeah, it's a it's a, a squid hopper. Yeah, a squid hopper, and, the, and yeah. the, they're more of like a pest. I guess we're we're gonna keep saying squid, but in this world, dude, they just call it a hopper. Yeah, it's unnecessary to say squid. They're all yeah. squids. Yeah, they're all squids. We know they're all squids. We don't have squids to say all it. the way down, all the <laughs> and all the way up. Uh, <laughs> see, yeah, I think the hopper is like a pest. <laughs> Like, yeah, absolutely, it's a pest. Yeah, like they they just it doesn't they hop between the bubbles. Their eyes are I guess they eat the bubbles. Maybe they're or you know they're trying to get inside the bubbles, but the bubbles are too hard. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So they got to squeeze it out with their tentacles. Um, near constant hailstorms batter the surface. Uh, I don't know if we need that. Well, I think I think we can just say that. Um, you know, it rains. <laughs> yeah. It rains a lot. You know, a lot of sad rain. It's a coming-of-age story. You know, there's a lot of times where you have to sit in the rain and think or look at the rain and think. Or <laughs> that That's true. There was, yeah. Someone's going through an emotional scene, so it's raining. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason it's important it's rain and not uh, hailstorms is because I don't want to see a piece of hail hit a squid bird. I don't want it. it just, uh, nobody, nobody wants to see that, Kevin. just punch through it like jam. <laughs> Uh, and then and then Jim would be by to pick it up, and we don't want to give Ooh. Jim any more jam. I mean, that would make sense also why there is so much, like, all these things that are very squiddy. Let's be clear. Squids need water. So when <laughs> so when it rains, just more, squ- like, the squiddy things become more active. Even the scorpion squid? <laughs> Even the scorpion squid. <laughs> the, the, the terrible thing about the scorpion squid is only still only has one stinger. But you don't know which one, which like tentacle has it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't know which one it is. So it's like is that, all is these... that a friendship tentacle or a stinger tentacle? It's flailing all these tentacles at you, and you're like, oh, which one is it? <laughs> and they are still the size of a scorpion. They're still pretty small. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You also got to uh, look out. For, look out for them coyotes. Squids. I think uh, a thing that we have to that I would like to bring into this world as a yeah. suggestion, Kevin, is that there are no oceans or large bodies of water. Well, no, no. There's there's the dust lakes. Yeah, <laughs> which is where. I mean, I, I think that's how they get water. Is that it is because it, it rains a lot. Yeah, it rains, ca- it rains very often. You said you have to capture the all, and I, and I think even when it's not raining, it's still very muggy. Like you, you essentially you're, you're, a lot of your your drinking water comes from like condensation which is also another reason why like, that is a very western thing to be like oh we have our we have our water tower we have we have one source of water because we live out here in arizona yep 
Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to get the water condenser out on the uh, the Skywalker farm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The moisture farmers. Literally, yeah. you have moisture farmers. Yeah, you absolutely do. Absolutely. You, you have. And, and scruffy nerf herders. <laughs> Which are squids. Which are squids. The yes. nerfs are squids, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Not the herders. <laughs> no. I have a question. So does scruffy nerf herder imply that most nerf herders aren't scruffy? Or are you just clarifying that all nerfs? Because it seems unnecessary to say scruffy nerf herder. No, no, no. The scruffy is definitely an insult. A nerf herder is, is a prized, prized occupation and well-respected. But if you're scruffy, <laughs> you're throwing it all away. Yeah, it's like, come on. You're, you're a nerf herder. You should be standing out in that field in a full suit and tie just being like, look at me. Herding Three-piece these wool, nerfs. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I such a catch for you out there? These beautiful uh, <laughs> nerfs. I don't even know what a nerf is. Okay, so is there anything else you think we need to discuss about this world before we move on to the second half, Kevin? Ooh, I think this is. I, I feel like we got a really good, clear view of what this world like looks like. Yeah, and I'm feeling pretty, pretty confident about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess then I, like, the only I, thing I, left I, to do is go to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by High Quality Engravings. Looking for that extra piece for a gift this holiday season? Why not try engraving on it? Engraving some sort of heartfelt message. That's right. You could get a watch. And on the inside, you could engrave, I love you, Tom. Or maybe a locket of you and your loved ones all huddled together. And on the back, you can engrave together forever. Or perhaps you could get someone special a ring. One ring. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the darkness, bind them. Yeah, or... Or maybe like a bench or something. Okay, so we got a planet. We do. Full of squids. Full of squids. And trash kids just trying to get better. <laughs> yeah, tra- <laughs> just trash kids coming of age. Just just, just trash kids finding their way through the world. Learning <laughs> the truth that will lead them to adulthood. Yep. Journeying through the dust lakes. Upon their horse squid, Ryan squid, Ryan squid. Yeah, with it's called a Ryan with squid. their squid guns. <laughs> their squid guns. <laughs> now it just seems like this is this weird bio organic where it's like everything's a squid. I mean, you're not wrong, uh, Kevin. We have yeah. a very important piece that we need still, and that's the people of this world. We do need to figure out what these people are like. And I swear to God, if we get squid, <laughs> we're done. For like the whole podcast forever? <laughs> Full done. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's quite a wager you're making, Kevin. But why don't, you, why don't you rev up that generator? Well, I have good news. We didn't get squid. Okay. Thank you. Thank we goodness. also didn't get people. Oh. We Got the appearance of this race is a real. It's not a wrench thrown in, but boy, is it a a third act reveal of (laughs) who these people are. Okay, well, hit 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 me with that third act. The appearance of this race is based on a phoenix. Oh shit! (laughs) We got bird people. We we got elemental bird people. Got birds now. It's just the appearance. That's right. They don't necessarily die and be reborn. They're just yeah birds. They, well, they're fancy birds. Mm, bird, yeah, fancy bird cowboys. Fancy trash squid bird cowboys. Ah, uh, shit, Jeremy. <laughs> I think we just came up with a fetish. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's a if if we if we are the first people to come up with that, Kevin. That's a rare honor on the internet. 
look, hey, I'm just saying, if this is your vibe, get at me. This <laughs> okay. Usually, I'm the one that usually I'm the one that says you should tweet at Kevin about this. I need to meet this person. <laughs> I need to meet the person who very specifically like. No, I'm into fancy birds who dress like trash. And also cowboys. And, 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 that are surrounded by squids. Surrounded. Surrounded by squids. Squids everywhere. Not octopi. No. Squids. Specifically squids. Six tentacles, not eight. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> one of them's a stinger. <laughs> what? Like a squid scorpion. Yeah. A normal thing everyone talks maybe about. Maybe they have a beak. Like a squid horse. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> like a ratted squid. Like a ratted uh, squid. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they are bird people. I have to imagine they can't fly. Uh, I mean, I think they can fly, but only when it's not raining. That's true. Because uh, then their wings are wet. Yeah. They can glide. Yeah, okay. They can glide. Good, good compromise. <laughs> I mean, the, the only reason I say that is these people, if they could fly, why do they have riding squids? That's true. And we do need the riding squids. They are integral to the setting. <laughs> According to our contract, we need to have riding Shh, squids. Don't tell them about the contract, Kevin. <laughs> oh no! Uh, what? They are they are an exceptional race. Uh, well, duh, they're coming <laughs> of age all the time. They're learning life lessons. They're finding <laughs> like out the who's idea. their true friend. I no, do what I love about this. So <laughs> because they are phoenixes, yeah. Maybe they act, they actually come to, come to H multiple times. I'm actually back on the idea that I love the idea they resurrect. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Because they reincarnate and then they have to come. They, they gotta to come, come of age, age again. again. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, their social structure, going along with this, is influenced by knowledge. That makes sense. That's why you gotta travel the world, man. You gotta also find new things. You gotta come of age. Which is funny. Just skipping ahead a little bit, they are generally worldly. Oh yeah, and ind- and independent. This this is lining up great, and close minded. I mean, that also lines up great for Western. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hey, there's a stranger in town. You don't know if you can trust him or not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know I know the last stranger really helped your town out and saved you from the dastardly dewbatters uh, and the zoobats. Usually, usually, what happens after a, a good outsider comes out, you get a bad outsider. So there's going to be a good outsider that stops the bad outsider next time. <laughs> like the idea, like it's pretty much a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah. I mean, every so often, run lucky and it's like two bad outsiders in a row. Yeah. Well, then you have a duo of dastardly dewbatters. Well, usually they end up fighting each other. It's pretty good when it's two, two like, good people come in because they'll mostly just, like, pass each other by or there'll be some sort of misunderstanding and one of them will, you know, kill the other but then realize, oh, no, it was truly we were just uh, unluckily fated to end up here. <laughs> truly we were two birds of a feather. <laughs> but we did not know until our flames had died. The tragedy. Uh <laughs> Anyway, on to the next town. <laughs> yeah. uh, their culture is inspired by the skater subculture. All right, all right. So that's about pushing limits, finding your own style. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> Which, there's a lot of skater stories that are also coming of age stories. Yeah, like we <laughs> these because their social is based on is influenced by knowledge, but their culture is inspired by the the skater subculture. Gives this real feel of like these are. A culture full of, like, reckless <laughs> youths yeah. who eventually, as time, as they become, as they grow into themselves, find who they are as adults, will eventually climb up the social structure. Yeah, and they'll invent the McTwist. <laughs> Only and ever the McTwist. <laughs> they just repeatedly invent the McTwist. Yeah, well, that's because they die and everyone, they forget their things. They have to come of age again. Did you hear tell of the man who invented the McTwist? No, I invented the McTwist. Huh. huh it seems we're at an impasse. <laughs> we all invented the McTwist. Uh, no, I invented the McTwist. Everybody get your squid guns out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it seems we are in a squid standoff. <laughs> 
there where there are six of us. Because <laughs> all pointing guns at each other. That are also squids. That are also squids. <laughs> God, that's dumb, and I love it. <laughs> There's also a, that. Oh, and then just a squid who's all wrapped in a ball just bounces through. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> nah, so that's a tumble squid. Oh, right, the tumble squid. Right, gotcha. <laughs> it's all dried out. All tried out. Just, it's like it's a piece of the large calamari <laughs> bouncing through. <laughs> you ever get tired of eating calamari? No. Nah, calamari's in my blood. <laughs> my pa was a calamari farmer. <laughs> you uh, mean a you mean a squid boy? Nope. I mean a calamari <laughs> farmer. He used to be a rancher. Yeah. Yeah. A squid rancher. Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Squid Rancher. Is that a type of monster rancher? Um, I think that's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else about these uh, people that we need to know, Kevin? I mean, that's all I got from the uh, the uh, the fancy race generator. I can roll through and get us a lifestyle if we think. Like, man, a lot of this stuff really lined up with what we got before. It's true. A lot of stuff really lined up. You know what? No, Kevin. I think that the fact that we didn't get a lifestyle opens the door for us to be like, this is what their lifestyle is. Okay, well, I mean, I'm seeing that these are, that this is a, people that when, that you, like, you know, you grow up with your parents, off on a ranch somewhere, and then like, as you reach also, a certain Also, sorry age, to interrupt you, but I love the yeah. idea that because everybody's just reincarnating all the time, <laughs> like being reborn, parents are really just the two phoenixes that find you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I like. Like, I think the, the we we did Phoenix Six before, and there's a large idea of like how long it takes him to uh, recover. So it could be like you know you die and you'll come back quite a while from now, but somebody eventually finds your egg and they're like, ah, oh, we got you know we are now that we have gone through our coming of coming age. of age story, it's our turn to help this person. You know. I mean, I assume also Find because it's way. the only way their race propagates, there's like a limited number of them. So if you see an egg, you're like, man, I should probably help this egg out because otherwise my race will die out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, so sex is only for pleasure. Well, and it's really weird because yeah. they're birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's cloacas uh, it's, and feathers. There's a lot of cloacas involved. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might have to do some Google research on this. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, instantly get get it kevin uh with uh your your bird sex facts that i don't want to know uh i i can f- look i can find that porn myself <laughs> i don't need you to help me look look kevin sometimes the internet just wants to be helpful and that's why you get pop-ups Look, everybody everybody has seen Falco from Star Fox. I just got to put a little little bit of extra work on the end of that line. Just be Falco from Star Fox, you know, but naked. <laughs> and I'll figure out how it works from I, there. You could, instead of saying, but you know naked, you could just say fucking. Mm, no. This is just this is just a light edit for you, Kevin. I just so. gotta figure No, I I gotta do this uh scientifically. Oh, if ste- I, if, right, step by step. Step by step. Ooh, you, gotta, baby. you gotta work into it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh so yeah, no, yes, these uh you know, some the phoenixes will come together. Maybe it'll just be one lone phoenix. Maybe. Maybe it'll be three. Maybe it'll take a village. Yeah. You know what? I love the idea of there not being a specified number of parents. No, absolutely. No, it's just it's just if you find an egg, it's kind of your responsibility to. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe you're a loner, and you're still maybe you're still trying to come of age, but you found that egg, yeah. and your culture says you got to roll into be- town. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to look after this egg, and they're like, "You're the one who found it. Destiny says it's yours." But I don't. And you're like. I haven't gotten anything figured out. I'm just a loner with my two boots on the road. <laughs> How can I raise a baby bird in the in this squid-filled world? <laughs> God, I, wa- I barely understand I, it myself. I just, I just want to see this world drawn. It's like so <laughs> strange, but but it compels me, Kevin. Can you imagine if you had not like? 
seen how this was built by listening <laughs> to our our you know the last 45 minutes of our podcast and you just stumble upon a world where it's like well there's bird people and they're all wearing cowboy hats and they're kind of <laughs> trashy like they just sort of wear the junk that they can find and everything else is a squid <laughs> everything else is a squid like why a squid why not, why a, not squid? a squid sometimes Things are squids. Like, this is the perfect level of absurdism for a webcomic. If I saw somebody <laughs> being like, this is what this webcomic is about, I would be like, done and done. Every update, I am there on the day. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, a, a group, whatever it is, finds a an egg. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the egg will hatch. You don't really know when. Like, I, th- I think the idea is, like, it starts getting, I don't know warmer and you're like oh that egg's gonna pop any day now <laughs> like how oh, it's not gonna hatch it's gonna pop <laughs> i mean we we've seen things where it's like oh the phoenix is birthed in flames oh uh, like, yeah 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 uh then it comes out then it's you know for a while you got a baby yeah i like to imagine they they hit they hit what i'm gonna call the coming of age age <laughs> real fast yeah yeah i mean they're birds kevin birds don't stay babies for very long <laughs> There's true. a very small chick window. Yeah, but uh, but I think it's important, or maybe, hmm, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they maybe they uh, they take the regular amount of time to hit like thirteen or fourteen or fifteen about the coming of age age, and then they stay that way for like ten years. No, they stay that way until they come of age, Kevin. It's tr- <laughs> so the only way to reach the next step in their. Like, gen- like oh, we're talking about, like, biologically next step? Yeah. Or... Yeah. So, so, biologically, this race will not, like, reach maturity until they go, go through some personal emotional change. Yeah, until they come of age. I also love the I- idea, Kevin, of, like... Two birds that have gone through their their like coming of age, and then they want to have a baby, so they're like, "Let's go pick up some chicks." <laughs> ha <laughs> ha! I think that works really well with the idea that there's a lot of uh, there there are some coming of age stories where they're like, "Oh, it's a coming of age story," but you know the care it's supposed to be like you know one of those late blooming coming of age yeah, stories. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you do have this thing where it's like. Yeah, you you can you can you've been around for I don't know thirty years, but you have not hit that emotional peak where you can become the next stage of your phoenix life. Yeah, which means you're technically immortal but unfulfilled. Yeah, which is the Highlander syndrome, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, kind of, these yeah. birds are also Highlanders technically, <laughs> but that's also very Western. It is because there's because there's a theory. There's also the um. Uh, ongoing trope in westerns of like the really old guy who's like seen it all but like it doesn't feel like they're a complete person even though it's clint eastwood yep <laughs> and he's just squi- he's always standing there like he's looking into the sun yeah well that's because the sun follows clint eastwood kevin <laughs> right in- no it doesn't follow him it leads him <laughs> <laughs> you're right it does lead him he just he just he's standing there squinting his eyes just being like why is there a squid over there? <laughs> this planet's got too many squids. Should have uh. stayed in Atlanta. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to direct a movie about dancing guys. <laughs> maybe boxing too. Maybe maybe a boxing movie. Maybe I'll call it The Last Dance. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to direct Save the Last Dance. Uh. That's me, Clint Eastwood. Hey, you like director of Slave <laughs> of Save the Last Dance? You like cars? Um. <laughs> Do you want to see a movie where I'm uncomfortably racist? That's a lot of them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, so they. I can't remember if I can, if I finish like that line. So you know you. Kid's born, he goes through the stages, and then only when they have a internal well I guess you, you send them out into the world is the idea. Yeah. Is that it's like, yeah. hey, you you are now now you're fifteen years old and like my uh clutch like my owner f- did before me because it would be father or mother. <laughs> no, no, or... no. L- like my forefathers before me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Like my four feathers before me, 
<laughs> you will now – I will give you a squid gun <laughs> and a riding squid. <laughs> and, and you've got to head out on your own. I'm, I hope that one day I will see you when you are a man or a woman or just an adult bird. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do not, know that I love you. <laughs> Though it might take you a while to realize that I love you. I don't know what you're going through. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. Because this is how it works. Is... I have to be distant. No, don't tell me. This is your journey. <laughs> Look, I'm either distant or loving or distant and loving. <laughs> or I'm distant and dead. Uh... <laughs> these, are the, these are the things you must think about while you ride throughout the dust. Writing wrongs and fighting squids. <laughs> or maybe you'll be a dastardly do-batter. <laughs> if that is your way, it is your way. <laughs> this is the way, Kevin. Uh... <laughs> do they rem- Do they remember their past lives in any sense? Uh, I think I think that there's a particular coming of age that is like remembering a past event. But I don't think it's the norm. Oh, maybe, maybe what it is is that while you're in that, like, that stage. Remember, the social is based on knowledge. Yeah. So I think while you are in your, like, hatchling stage and then your coming-of-age age, age, you don't remember your past lives. Oh, but once you come of age. Once you come of age, all of the memories, like, come into you, which is why – because in these coming-of-age stories, there's a lot of times where there is, like, you know, there's this person who – kind of gets what you're going through yeah yeah and in this case it's kind of a lot of adults though there <laughs> there are the coming of the, the the kids who who have just never come of age and they just become do-batters yeah and they're dastardly and really the best thing you can kind of do for them is man this is really funny because going back to the idea of westerns and personal justice if someone is of the coming of age age and they're just like being bad people and they're just like being terrible killing them and turning them back into the egg might be the best thing you can do for them because they'll be stuck like that forever yeah yeah because they're never going to learn their lesson yeah just causing chaos and being a problem so like weirdly enough there's no problem having that duel and like killing them because it's not really killing them they become an egg yeah yeah and then it's like there's like you know imagine this i'm gonna paint your word picture paint me that word picture it's high noon squids Fill in the sky. Oh, yeah. It's, it's high squid on, on the clock. <laughs> uh, the, the squid tentacles are at 12 and 12. The many different ways I can describe this. But yeah, the point yeah. is there's squids everywhere. Yeah. In, standing uh, outside the saloon on one side is a bird man or a bird boy. Maybe hopefully someday a man. A, 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 a adolescent bird. Gotcha. An adolescent bird. And this bird is... Like, dressing like a duster and is squinting, like always looking into the sun. <laughs> and on the other side is another bird. And this bird is I dressed in... I pictured a pigeon squinting, like with wrinkles yeah. and everything. About that much. Uh, on the other side is another bird. And this bird is dressed all in black yeah. to, to make it clear to an audience. It's like, hmm, that's a bad guy. That's a do-batter. That's a do-batter. Uh, they're standing there. Squid guns on their hips. Six squitters, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six squid shooter. Six squid shooter. <laughs> Firing out little squids. Uh, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> they look at each other. Standing there. And they draw. But the, uh, the, 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 the good bird man uh, draws first and is able to take down the baddie. Uh, the baddie falls back, clutching his gut, because that's how it works, uh, and just lands on the ground and then goes, whoosh, and they become an egg. Or they burn up and then an egg sitting in their ashes. You know how it works. I, I think actually the way I'd like it to work when one of them dies is I'd like their bodies to turn into dust and blow away in the wind. And then, like, when it settles again, it turns into an egg. Well, the only reason I think th- think this will still work – well, let me finish my word picture. Okay. Uh, then the, the good bird picks up – cradles the egg in their hands and turns to town and goes, he is your responsibility now. <laughs> or they take it for themselves and like, I will raise you better than you were in this life. Um, 
the reason I still think, like, I, I get what you're going. You're, you're going for the ideas because then the egg is still can still be found. Yeah. The thing is that these towns are so small and everything outside of them is so dangerous. That's true. That, like, there will still be plenty of deaths that's, outside that's of true. town. That's true. The dust squids got them. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is maybe an idea of, like, you know, there, there's people who are like, oh, like, there's these old people who are like, I've lived in this town for 10,000 years over many iterations <laughs> yeah. because I've, I've always died peacefully in my bed and then the town has raised me up again. Yeah. That's hence social structure knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I and that is the end of the story. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's a good story. I liked it. Yeah. So sometimes you have to raise the man you killed. Yeah. Sometimes. That's, sometimes, that's a, Kevin, a, by raising the birds you killed, you come of age. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So it's so it's the, the the good bird shoots the bad bird. The good bird like their their plumage comes in and it's like ah that bird is now a full full fledged bird. <laughs> That is a true bird. <laughs> that that bird has fledged fully. Fully fledged bird. Uh, and then you pick up the egg being like, now I will make you a better person. And then if you're able to do that and they are able to, like, you know, turn back into, uh, you know, become fully fledged as well. They're like, I now remember the time when you and me, you and me dueled. And I understand why you did what you had to do. I understand why you were so distant, but you loved me all along. <laughs> What a complicated relationship we had. <laughs> I never knew, though. Because... And then they both turn to the camera and go, it's a good story, right? <laughs> yeah, we came up with it ourselves. <laughs> it's pretty damn cool, huh? Yeah. Now, yeah. Get out of, now get back out in the squid sky. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just like, um, we don't have squids in our world. And they're like, why are you talking to a movie? <laughs> Boom, blow your mind, mind freak. Uh. <laughs> are you watching this in a movie theater or are you streaming it at home? Those are the questions we're asking here. This is going to be the next half hour of this movie. You, better, this. you better have some calamari with you because it's the only delicious food we can think of. <laughs> Birds uh. noted for liking to eat calamari. <laughs> Breaded. Uh. uh. Okay, so we have one last thing to do. We do have one last thing to do. I really want it to be an onomatopoeia, but I know we don't have a, a word generator that will make it an onomatopoeia. On <laughs> Why do you really want it to be a... Because I, I want it to be like, bam, dastardly do-batters. <laughs> All right. Um... Okay, I found a random onomatopoeia generator. Yeah, hit me with it. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. What you got to give me? All right. Um, the random one is... It is... Boom. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> That's a Ruku. Ruku? Ruku. Ruku. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could I could hit it again. See what no, else. No, 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 no. It's now it's not Anamanapan. Now it's a character name, and it's Ruku <laughs> and the Dastardly Dobatters. <laughs> Nailed it. Got it in one. <laughs> got it in one. I also got just just to be clear. You know the next one is Sarumf. These are not Anamanapias. <laughs> <laughs> These are just weird words. Yeah. Ruku. Uh, Ruku. That that has a um, hyphen in it, by the way. It says R O O C O O. Yeah, perfect. It's a very birdie name. <laughs> it is Ruku and <laughs> Ruku and the Dastardly Do Batters. Yeah, I love it. Ruku and the Dastardly Do Batters uh, colon subtitle Squids in the Sky. God, I am not – that is way too long for a podcast title. I know. we don't. Well, the people who listen this long will know. They'll know They'll the know. real one. They'll know it's like when you watch Birdman is. or The Virtue of Ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, but most of it is Birdman. Harvey Birdman. <laughs> if you like bird people, uh, please give us a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. We appreciate everyone we get. Yeah, tell us about birds and squids. <laughs> uh, you can also get at us on Twitter. I'm at StrawmanKWeir. That's right, and you can send your squid sonas to me at the Mighty Fuse. 
Not <laughs> I love how we created a world of bird people, but like, nah, tell me about what kind of squid you would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can hit us together at Third Space Cast. You can also send us an email at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And once again, you can check out my books, Endless Hunger, Cyberpunk Fantasy, or All Gods Fall, An Adventure Fantasy. Uh, the links are available on my website, kevinweirbooks.com, or you can find them on Amazon, or you can go ahead at me on Twitter, and they're all up there. So many, so many options. So many options. It's almost like I want to make it easy for you to find my work. <laughs> Almost. Uh, and our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Uh, join us next week on the third space. Finish right? him. Oh, uh, God, just uh, uh, wait a second. I, I don't know the button combos. Why is that person running towards me? Oh, God, all, all I want to do is a friendship. Uh, um, uh, until next time, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Fatality. Fatality.